I'm stuck in the chicken coop. Oh man. Entertaining for you. This is fantastic. Uh-huh. There's a latch there so that it doesn't lock on me. Hey, this is Jared. Hey friends, this is Annette, and this is our <laughs> Azure Farm podcast where we're gonna talk about all things farm, family, home, and all things in between. We hope you enjoy it. Hello. I've always wanted to start it like that. <laughs> How's that all I got? Like your romantic voice or something? Like my very white voice. <laughs> Are you listening near the fire to this podcast? Oh my. Is that like an accent in there? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> okay. Hey, Farmily. We got a good episode here. This is part two of a three-part series on love. Love. And I'm going to tell you about love today. Jared wanted to intro, so here we go. Here we go. So there I was in a gymnasium. Oh, no. It's the fall mm-hmm. of 2002. Two. Two. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and into this big thing. What did we call that thing? Like it was a gen- it open was like house a, um, fair. It was like a college fair. College or fair walks Miss Bathrobe chores. <laughs> oh, Wow. And I thought, yep, she's the one. What class is she teaching? So I talked to one of my friends. I said, hey, find out which class that girl's teaching. For some reason, Annette looked way Old. older <laughs> it's like- than an 18-year-old. <laughs> and I was like, I want what she's teaching. <laughs> and I want extra credit. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> okay. Wow. So basically... My friend talks to her and he finds out, dude, she's a freshman. I'm like, what? I'm, I'm a junior at this moment. And I am like, wow. So anyway, somehow through an amazing turn of events, which my sister would credit as her being the matchmaker, <laughs> um, Annette and I started dating. Mm-hmm. And I was enamored by her. But I started to find something that I was like, hmm, maybe she's just all looks and no oh my brains. Word. Oh, no. And um, I found out that she was like agreeing with me on everything. I'm like, mm, I'm just not sure this girl has a personality or something. No. <laughs> so I remember one day I was like, Nat, I'm just not sure this We is were at work. a Mexican restaurant, I remember. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm, I remember. I was scarred for life. No, not just sure kidding. this is going to work. I don't even know if I gave you any good reasons, but I'm thinking to myself, I mean, this girl just agrees with me. I think I might have said something. Yeah, I must have said yeah, something. Yeah, you did. You did. You were like, I just don't know if we have enough to talk about or something like that. Yeah, something like that. I feel like you agree with me on a lot of things. And I think Annette said, oh, I don't agree with you on everything. I'm just trying to be polite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, say what? And uh, it's like I opened Pandora's box. Well, now. And I'm like, well, what do you think of this? Oh, let me tell you what no, I think of that. I am so not like that. And I was like, whoa, this girl has a lot of opinions. <laughs> like, I should have never said anything. No, I'm glad you did. <laughs> I should have ran away. Well, I had the chance. Well, you had the chance. But yeah, for <sighs> some reason, that conversation was like a turning point. And uh, Well, it was like early on. I mean, again, I was 18 years old or 19. Yeah. You know, you were what, 21? I mean, I think for me, it was like, hadn't really dated anyone seriously and so i don't know i just think i we did have a lot in common yeah so we definitely did. it's not like you know I, I was just like oh yeah jared I, I do think we had a lot in common and 
So there probably wasn't a lot of grounds for discussion on anything super controversial or super different. But Jared is very, always has ideas, always has opinions. Jared is very red and like knows about a lot of things. And so I think sometimes I was like, wow, he's got a lot of thoughts. So I'm just going to let him talk about them. Wow, he is all <laughs> over the place. And then now, I think when we have conversations now, I have a feeling, don't you say like, can you just hear me out, please, before you give me your opinion? Oh, yeah. She's got opinions for days, folks. <laughs> it's like now it's like, okay, hold on. Just let me get my train of thought out before you start giving me your opinion. So, you know, we've been together a long time now. Uh, what is that? 21 years? I don't even know. 20 Whoa. years. Yeah, right? So at this point, we've had our our fair share of conversations and, you know, experience and <laughs> life and love and relationships and here's one more today yeah with three points we're gonna share i think we're gonna talk about that a little bit how, Part two. how does love apply to uh love relationships? who you're with how do you love who you're with love who you're with yeah all right three things first thing i believe very strongly in is that if you want to be in danger you wait to show love give love as a reaction if you do that, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. You need to make the decision, and I'm talking to myself, I'm talking to Annette. Someone has to make the decision. I'm going to love, and ideally, it's before the person is even in the picture. It's just who you are. Like I'm going to love people. Period. Period. That's what I'm about. That is sustainable. <laughs> that that has a long future in the universe versus selfishness. Um, which is very unsustainable. So yeah, I'm a big believer, whether it's your friend or your boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever it may be, I think it's extremely important to just have the resolve, I am going to be a loving agent in this relationship. That, That means you're not waiting to see how someone's acting, you're not reacting, it's just, this is who you are. And I think I think there's some divine power that's needed to make that something that's consistent. Oh, yeah. But I do think it's important that that we resolve to that in all our relationships before I, anything starts. Yeah, I don't think it's in our nature to just be loving and not expect something in return. It's not really what the world teaches. Yeah, it's just like, what are you going to do for me? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're in a relationship or a friendship, yeah, it's like, well, what are they doing for me? What are they... How are they, what are they bringing to the table? And a lot of times, maybe that's nothing. (laughs) And so it could be like, what am I doing? But I think if you just, yeah, if you change your mindset on how you view, view it, and it doesn't come from a place of me, 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 then you won't be disappointed a lot of times. That's right. Um, So yeah, loving, making the decision. (laughs) I'm going to be a loving person. That's the first one. Ready to go to the number two? Sure. Okay. Number two is that mistakes happen. So forgive fast. And I think what helps me in this is to look back on your life. It's a little bit of a scary exercise, but think about all the times you've been nasty, Hmm. unfriendly, unloving, and say, are you glad that people forgave you and allowed some mistakes and still loved you? And hopefully you've had people that have represented that. Uh, If not, find new friends. Because that to me is that's what good relationships are about. So I think for us, it's okay. I make the decision. Step number one: I'm going I'm to love. 
Number two, I'm going to love unlovely people. They're going to do rude things. They're going to say things. They're going to make me mad. They're going to have shortcomings, but I'm going to forgive them, not because of what they're deserving of or whatever it may be, because this is the type of person I am. I'm a loving person. I'm a forgiving person, and I'm willing to overlook mistakes. Yeah, I think when I was younger, I was thinking about this, and they're just, there's so much emotion that comes with, I guess, growing up or certain years of your life where it's just like, oh, she was mean to me. Ugh, I don't like her because she's, you know, did this or, you know, whatever. And I think, you know, the older, at least for me, I don't, I don't know for you, but the older I've gotten, the more I've just realized, you know, people have a hard life. I think we need to show people grace and love and kindness, no matter how they are or who they are or where they come from, what they're doing, because you might be the only person to be kind to them today. Right. And, and to be like nitpicky and, and just like, I don't like them because they do this and this and this. I, I just think it's, if you can get to a point in your life where you're, you get past those things and you just realize we all deserve to be loved, no matter, you know, what place we are in life. It'll, I think it really opens up where you just don't carry as much emotional whatever, you know? I just think sometimes it's like you carry all this <coughs> emotional emotion up and down and all around, and it's like, no, it's okay. And we're the ones carrying that emotion. Yeah, it probably doesn't affect the other person. Right. But it's like we're <laughs> thinking about, you know, all these things. And, yeah, for me, I've just realized um, it's good to just try to be kind to people and be loving to people. Um, and be forgiving. And, you know, I would hope, I, I will say maybe that's selfish, not supposed to be like that, but I would hope, you know, people are the same back to me, but that's not going to change whether I still keep doing that. Yeah. I was talking to a friend recently and he made the point. He's like, I asked somebody for forgiveness because I felt like, you know what? I need to forgive that person. I said, Hey, will you forgive me? Or maybe they needed to ask for forgiveness. And the person said, no. Oh, really? And he said, that's okay. I've forgiven myself. I came to offer that my apologies to you and hoping you'll forgive me, but I don't need your forgiveness. Because I've forgiven myself, I make mistakes, um, and then I think that goes both ways. Like we can forgive people; it's something we're holding on to. If you don't forgive somebody, so okay, that's number two. Hmm. Ready for number three? Sure. You're number so three. excited over there. Yeah, number three. I like number three a lot. So the first one being loving, the second one forgiving fast, being willing to let people mis- have mistakes and things. The third one is being lovable. Which I believe means including loving yourself. I'm going to break that down. If you do not find value in yourself, qualities you believe are admirable, and I'm not entering into the realm of cocky or prideful, but truly you're like, hey, this is what I bring to the table. This is the value. I have value. I think a lot of times that comes from an understanding of like, I was created for a purpose and and I'm not just random here. Right. But loving yourself, I think, can be a very healthy thing. Because then if you have respect for yourself, love yourself, it's so much easier to love others. I had somebody just today, they were like, you know that statement Jesus makes about love your neighbor as you love yourself? He's like, you know what I find? <laughs> he had just gotten back from like this big group retreat where people pay thousands of dollars to find healing. And he said, one of the biggest obstacles is people don't love themselves. Mm. Like 
that statement, half of it is love other people just as much as you love yourself. It doesn't even work if you don't love yourself at all. That's funny. I don't think I've ever really thought about it that way. No. Like most of us treat ourselves terrible. So yeah. then you're probably treating other people terrible because you don't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Right. Ooh. And I think it's easy to say, well, I'm a loving person, but it's like, well, are you lovable? Yeah, and I talked about that a few weeks ago when I had the opportunity to speak at our church. And it's just, you know, a lot of times we say, yeah, I love people. But there's one thing to say you love people, but I think are you lovable? Like the action of really like, how do you act in your daily life towards others? How do others feel when they're around you? And if you you can say you love someone all you want, but if your actions don't show that, then that's not worth anything. So it's something to really think about. And yeah, I mean, loving oneself, I, I do think that can be hard. You know, there's lots of things that happen in life and that maybe affect that. But if you can start to just work on yourself, whatever, however that might be, it will really then translate into how your relationships are with others. Yeah. So I think it just starts with that. So many times, I think if I have had a up and you know, upset moment with myself or whatever in life or gone through something that's more challenging, you don't feel as excited to be lovable to others or to be, you know, happy and and share that with others. And so I think that's something that is really important. And I think this day and age, it's hard because everything out there is honestly breaks is about breaking yourself down. Just, you know, self image. There's just all these things that it's all a competition and they have this and I don't have this. And there's a lot of negativity out there. So if there's a way for you to turn off some of that noise <laughs> and, and focus just on more positive right. and uplifting things, I think it can also help your personal, um, you know, way of thinking and thinking about yourself too. So mm -hmm. what's the actual third that you wrote down? Like the actual third thing to be lovable and love yourself, including love yourself to be lovable. How do you think people can be more lovable? Once you've loved yourself, let's say what, what's the way you feel like people can exude lovableness. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think kindness fits in there. That you're kind to people. So it's easy to love you. Like what makes it easier to love you? Are you gracious? Are you meek? Are you humble? Hmm. Like just saying I'm loving, I buy people stuff. <laughs> yeah, that is I not. make time for them. I do chores for them. But I again, said I that, love you. That goes back to the number one though, where you should you shouldn't be lovable to to expect something in return. Yeah, right. Because then you're going to just be annoyed if <laughs> there's no nothing in return. I will say, I think with the animals, I've learned a, a lot about love. Um, of course, they have their share of where animals don't like each other. But I think when you truly see an example of animals liking each other, despite you know if they're different species or you know different ages, different sizes, and I think you can tell they're just. They're just fun. They like being around each other. They should. They have their own gestures and way of showing love to each other. Right. And it's very basic. I think sometimes we overcomplicate things in our world. Oh, definitely. <laughs> in the human, you know, people world, where animals, it's just say how it is. And actually, you know, children, like with um, our daughter Ava, kids are just so honest. And I think maybe that that's one way, you know, to to try to just be more loving and exude, you know, more of that is just to be 
honest and just say it like it, you know, just say things as you're feeling it. It doesn't have to get be complicated, you know? Right. Little kids are good about that. <laughs> They're also good about saying a lot of things they probably shouldn't. So <laughs> I don't know if that's the best <laughs> example, but um, yeah, so I don't know. But I am uh, glad that you decided to come talk to me in that gym 20, oh, 21 too. years ago. And then do you know what I did? What? Well... So he talked to me, but we didn't start dating right away. And then I knew what class he took in some building. And so I thought he was cute. So I, on purpose, was studying, you know, in air quotes, studying outside of this class. So when Jared would walk out of his class, I would happen to just be there studying every time he walked out of the class. Did you know I was doing that to be sneaky? No, I just like, man, there's that smoke show again. What's she doing around here? <laughs> I was like, I was, and Jared would walk over. I'd be like, oh, hi, just studying my papers. <laughs> I was trying to be sneaky then. thought you were trying to encourage me. You should study too, Jared. Yeah, right. I'm like, what study? <laughs> things got you, a, things you never did. I got tea time at three o'clock. Exactly. Oh, so different. Our college experiences. We'll address that on a different, <laughs> different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but, um, okay, so part three in ways to be loving and such is next week so stay tuned thank you for listening and being part of our happy family we always appreciate it and go show love to someone today <laughs>